Hello, and welcome to Falter Ego episode 39. Um, Russell Brand. Hey. <laughs> Let's talk about that, shall we? Um, I, I'm, I'm not interested. I mean, I am interested from a moral sense, but I, I'm not going to get into like, I, I believe... And whether or not I think he did it, because the whole point, the whole point of this this episode is, I don't think I should yet have an opinion. Like, why are people having opinions about whether he? It's just, oh my god, we, it's gone. Gone are the days of, you know, it's, we're not just in the age of like misinformation and disinformation. We're in the age of pre-information now. People being absolutely certain and forming an opinion um, before. They've even checked the story. I mean, the, the people... So this podcast, sorry, I've, I've gone in headstrong. This podcast is about really um, his his failure. Obviously, if he's a rapist, his failure as a human being. But outside of that, his failure as some someone who purports to be a sort of a guru, wellness, mindfulness person someone who claims to be all about free thinking, and maybe he is, but it doesn't matter if he is because the proof of the pudding is in the eating and he has fostered a, a group. or His fans all leaping to defend him without even bothering to watch. Did they watch the... Dispatches program? Did they watch that? Or did, it's, as soon as he, he just puts his video out, it's like, oh, it's, this is a witch hunt. And they just instantly, oh, right, it is then. So th that is, he's failed, right? For, if he's proven, even if he's proven innocent, um, even if all of this comes to nothing, it it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters, obviously, in the sense of the, the, there is a, you know, it does matter, but... What I mean is that doesn't Im that you, we we will still leave this whole fiasco, whether he's proven innocent or the allegation turns out all the women, you know, fucking. I don't even want to get into the hypothetical of how they could be lying because it's just pointless. Um, but if you know, if it turns out they were saying, oh, it happened in 1910. You know, if it's just obviously just nonsense, it he's still failed. He still failed as this wellnessy spiritual person because he's he's created a group of people that at the same time that he's espousing, you know, be a critical thinker, be a free thinker, don't allow yourself to fall prey to dogma or a narrative just because everyone's saying it. At the same time he's saying that, he's nevertheless somehow managed to create a group of people who, when he says, no, it's a witch hunt, they go, oh, right, yeah. Like there's just no curiosity. There's not even like a a, a sort of a embryonic, microscopic amount of inquisitive. Uh, there's no There's just no aspiration there to even find out or bother to check the whole story or listen to, did you know, not to even... To just believe him bef without even what before the stories come out. I mean, that is remarkable. That's that that is the age of pre-information. <laughs> People just, I already know, don't even need to hear. Wow. 
don't need to hear what the facts are. They're already wrong. So what are you, what is, because the reason it's a failure, if, if, if Russell Brand were a banker and he had some banking channel or if he was some, welcome, welcome to my real estate, my awakening real estate, <laughs> little miracles, stardust that have formed into real estate agents, all of us here. <laughs> but anyway, if you're some sort of real estate guy, <clears throat> it doesn't matter that his fans and followers aren't free thinkers because free thinking is not intrinsic. It's not an intrinsic quality of being a real estate agent. It's being a good salesman. So but if so that that wouldn't be a failure. If some real estate guy was accused of these things, it's it's a sham. If all of the real estate fa person YouTubers fans went, oh, we believe you. It's like, well, that's that's not that's not a a poor reflection on his quality on his quality and skill as a real estate agent. Because there's nothing about that that's about free thinking and critical inquiry. Um. But if you are positioning yourself as some guru, digital, wellfluencer or whatever the fucking terms are, and, you know, aligning with Eastern spiritual practices and yoga and breath work and how to use meditation to conquer anxiety, it's like, well, you know, I mean, but there's a famous quote, it's often misquoted from, from Buddha, but the basic meaning is you know question you should question don't believe anything even even if it's because i said it you know Bud buddhism as a spiritual practice openly invites critical inquiry so if something doesn't quite make sense and it doesn't map to reality it's like well you know it's weird that they say take these eat this diet and you're going to lose weight but everyone who's eating is getting fat like the you know the the evidence uh doesn't reality doesn't back your hypothesis you're welcome to question that you're all you always have to be questioning so that you have a tr a right view that's one of the that's one of the parts of the eightfold um path is right view right you have to see things for how they are and not be you know pushed off course or see things the wrong way or just believe something just because everyone else believes it or because of an influential teacher um is, is telling you to believe him. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to believe people just because they tell you to and just because they say, oh, it's a witch hunt. You're not meant to go, well, one person, that guy I like said it's a witch hunt, so I guess that's true. That is literally, it's just the opposite. If he'd done his job properly, if he'd done his job properly when these, accusa when these accusations come out, First of all, he should be egoless enough to not come out with a preemptive attack, preemptive strike. You go, oh, I've got my, my reputation. You should go, look, some accusations are going to come out. I'm not going to say anything. And I encourage you all to distance yourself from whatever attachment you have to me as a public figure, as a character that you like, as a part of your daily routine, as a go-to source of information. I want you to detach yourself from any passion or knee-jerk 
instinct you have to defend me and I want you to go out. I want you to absorb all the information and I want you to come to your own conclusion. I do not want you to listen to me. That's, that's what any, any person who actually inhabits the values he purports to inhabit would say. And yet he's not done that. Um, so there's a failure there on his uh, part in thinking, in even thinking that was a course of action that's appropriate to just say, it's a, you know. And then the second failure is, is when he says it's a witch hunt, is for all his fans to go, oh, yeah. So there's a second failure revealed there in that despite despite occupying this sort of certain space on the internet of spirituality and open-mindedness in attempting to represent that in a youtube digital way he's somehow created a community of people who just automatically believe everything he says <laughs> and who and who have no curiosity absolutely no curiosity to hear what the evidence might be. Um, there might be more evidence coming. I mean, to react before the stories even come out, but, you know, presumably these things are going to snowball, you know, like if, if these four women have come forward uh, with their stories often that encourages or makes other women feel empowered to come forward with their stories because obviously they've been afraid in the past of having their name dragged through the mud or, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's interesting the, uh, <laughs> the lack of self-awareness. You know, these accusations come out, all his followers go, these women are actors, <laughs> fucking lying pieces of shit just trying to take him down. These, these women... <laughs> Pieces of shit, but they're not a minute later. It's weird if <laughs> if this actually happened. Why didn't they come out and say this before? I don't know. Maybe because they were worried about that exact reaction, just of just having half the internet go, "You fucking stupid like bitch, fucking cunt." You just want your moment in the spotlight, you manipulative harpy. You just <laughs> these women are sick sluts. It's weird. Why do women? Why did they come forward earlier? What was stopping them? Maybe the fear of that exact reaction. You unself-aware uh, moron. So <laughs> that's that's fascinating. But but to again to get back to my central point, if he'd done his job properly he should have under him uh, or equal to him a community of people who, whose first instinct when he says, you know, oh, the mainstream media doesn't like my COVID videos, to <laughs> his followers, ironically, the better his followers are, the more willing they should be to the pos the more open they should be to the possibility that he has done the things that he's being accused of open to not convinced of i mean again being convinced of is an, is another is you know is another form of certainty um 
And it's, you've just got to hear the evidence and wait it out. This is the stupid online culture we have now of forming an opinion immediately. I'm not going to make my opinion up about this for six months to a year, probably. If not, until all everything's been considered, why am I having an opinion about it? If he'd done his job properly, they would not be forming an opinion so quickly. Um, and nor would they be taking his word for it. And they would just be open, go, right, well, he's saying that, but he's also invited us to explore everything. He didn't even invite them. <clears throat> like his his preemptive response was the worst, res worst reaction one could expect from anyone supposedly spiritual or a leader in any fashion because it immediately just betrayed the fact that when it comes to the crunch, he doesn't actually inhabit those. He doesn't have a, he doesn't have little enough ego to force himself to give the correct response, which would be, I mean, he, his, his response was so bad because it's, it's definitely a witch hunt. They're coming for me. Why are they trying to silence me? It's just, you know. And also at the end of the video to then go, but I feel like I'm being attacked and plainly they are working very closely together. We are obviously going to look into this matter because it's very, very serious. In the meantime, I want you to stay close, stay awake, but more important than any of that, if you can, please stay free. Oh man, just, I mean, that just really, it's disappointing to a level coming from someone that people look up to as some sort of, again, oh, fucking supposed, it just, it just makes his whole character just, a, a, he's a charlatan basically, but the, the, to, to defend himself and then end the video, stay awake, stay free, which the implicit, the implicit suggestion there is that if you believe the accusations, if you believe what the media are telling you, because you know the media have lied to you about COVID or whatever, so they they must be you know they're lying about me now. So if you even put any stock in the accusations from these women or uh, the news outlets, you are not a free thinker. So he's he's basically sort of spiritually blackmailing you <laughs> into believing him. Because if you don't believe him, that's a sign that you're not free. If you don't believe Russell Brand, you're not free. I mean, what a what a cheap use of of critical inquiry, free, <laughs> the the critical critical inquiry and free thinking that Eastern spirituality is supposed to foster. To use those as chips on some sort of in your little game to protect your ego. I mean, it's, it's like, man, it's just, it's multiple layers of wrong because you're protecting your ego, which if you were good at what you do, you wouldn't have already. So that's a mistake. And if you truly treasured these teachings, you wouldn't be using them as pawns to manipulate your audience into believing you over what's being said. So that's another one. And if you'd done your job really well, you would encur be encouraging your audience to go out and think for themselves. You would actively say, please read, go watch the dispatches report, 
I'm not going to say anything about it. Let's wait and see what the stories come out. And we're going to do this the proper way through fucking, you know, evidence, scientific inquiry. You know, we don't even, and this is the thing, people reacting to that video. Sorry, I'm going to try and delineate these points because I keep merging them. So that my first big point is just the failure of, of him as a spiritual persona, some sort of online guru. The reaction of his fans is the proof of, of the pudding. Proof in the pudding? Don't know. In the eating? I'm eating his fans. Uh, I'm a cannibal now. The, the, regardless of what comes out of these investigations and accusations, the response from his fans, whether he's innocent or not, proves that it's just a sham. Maybe he doesn't want it to be a sham. Maybe he genuinely loves these values and genuinely loves the spiritual stuff. But there's enough proof there to show that it's however he's doing it is not the way to go about it. And it's not worked because he's generated sheep. It's a crowd, a crowd of millions of people who just believe him at the drop of the hat. Believe him, believe him in a video saying he hasn't done things when they haven't even heard the things that he's saying he hasn't done. That that is that is sub, that is beneath, that is a level below being a sheep. That is that is so passive and so closed-minded. That your mind was never open. It's not even you're not even a shop that's closed. You're a shop that's never been built. There's just an empty plot of land. <laughs> you're not, you know, the shop's closed. You're not you've not got a closed mind. Your mind was never there. It's just if that's and to not see the irony of that, to not watch videos from a man who every day is go out and think, seek the evidence yourself, and then you know, COVID, find your own facts, do your own research. Except for me, don't don't go watch the show. If he truly inhabited those values, he would be throwing his ego under the bus and encouraging his fans to explore deeply and critically and engage as much as they can with the evidence and to be slow, to not be reactive, to make like to to invite his fans to make up their mind in six months' time. And you know, in six months' time, we'll come back. And we'll review it together. And if, you know, and if the evidence is there, I'll fess up, you know? Like, just be a leader. Be an example, not this ego fucking addicted sham of a spiritual fucking wellfluencer. It's a word I'm going to keep using. Um, so the closed-mindedness, to, to, to just to immediately believe him without... Before the show's even come out, I mean, that is just so the opposite <laughs> of what he's, of what impact he's supposed to have had on these people. He's releasing a video every day, having contact with millions of people, and it's, it's none of them are practicing the values that he's supposed to have practiced. Now, of course, the other reason that that's happened is because I don't really think the spiritual side of what he is supposed to represent. I'm not even sure if he's that keen on it or if he genuinely believes it or if he just uses it as an aesthetic 
to, I don't know, get attention um, because his output is also at odds with what he he supposedly believes, right? So we know, you know, wise people, you know, leaders in, again, Eastern philosophical thinking, <clears throat> excuse me, have all said, you know, you should limit your focus on the news because it pushes you into this sort of limbic state. You get reactive and scared and tribal. Um, you should limit your consumption, do it once, not too often, engage with the community around you, you know, be from a karmic sense, just be a positive force and that will ripple out and that's the change. If you want to make a better world, that's how you do it. You don't do it by just consuming news constantly and, and constantly being scared because being scared then creates more ego because then if you're scared, there's something you want to protect and then you reify this concept of self, blah, 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 stuff we've talked about in other episodes. Um, and so he's got like an old, another channel, I think it's called Awakening with Russell Brand, where he makes videos about yoga and like how to overcome anxiety with breathing. But those videos are like once every three weeks or once every, you know, they're not that often. And then he's got this other channel where it's every day. And it's not an everyday focus on here's a mindful way to engage with what's going on in the world. Here's a mindful way to engage with global warming. Here's a local way you can help out with the rich, poor divide. You're nothing grounded. It's all, every video title is, what they didn't tell you. They're coming for us. Donald Trump just said this about COVID and it changes, all caps, everything. And it's just utter, utter, terrifying nonsense. I mean, it might not be nonsense, but it's terrifying. And it's, it's again, this sort of myopic focus on the day-to-day -day news cycle and using that, mining that for content to then whip your fans up into this constant state of fearful frenzy. They're coming for you. What they didn't tell you. What, what Obama really thought, what Biden isn't saying. You know, how Biden is coming for you. It's just every video is just there's a mixture of all caps and paranoia. Which is just, it's completely at odds with, again, what you, what you purport to be. You cannot be any sort of spiritual leader who isn't spiritual. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the, you know, it's the logical way of putting that, isn't it? You can't be a spiritual leader if you're doing the opposite of spirituality. <laughs> it's just, you know, and it's terrible for people's mental health. I mean, you've got a channel about anxiety and mental health. And then you've got a channel that induces anxiety and poor mental health. Because you're encouraging people to tune in every day. You're encouraging people to comment and feel involved and react and be scared and have their opinion heard. I want to hear your thoughts. I'm sorry. What, what is, what is one of the cornerstones 
again, of Eastern spiritual practices. It's the silent retreat. That's what everyone talks about. You know, I went and lived in, I did a silent retreat for a year, two years, three years. Silence is one of the, <laughs> it's one of the cornerstones of various, <laughs> of, you know, it's definitely of Buddhist practices and the Buddhist lifestyle is having long periods. It doesn't have to be a retreat, it doesn't have to be weeks or months or years, but long tracts of silence where you're not broadcasting because as soon as you're broadcasting, you're caring about what's coming out of your mouth in case you say something wrong, which again makes you more aware of your concept of self and then ego, blah, 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 blah. Silence. But he's the he's doing the exact opposite. Every, videos every day, me talking for 17 minutes straight. <laughs> what? What? They're not telling you being scared. So it's a mixture of fear, broadcast, talking, over communication. The man's not doesn't give a shit about spirituality. He gives a shit about attention. And I think what what is handy about the spiritual persona is that it gives, there's a buffer, isn't there? There's a kind of get out of jail free card. Because if he was just sitting behind a desk dressed like Ben Shapiro, you know, like some sort of conservative or, you know, dressed in a tweed suit and a bow tie like Jordan Peterson, <laughs> then, and saying these things, then it's easy to say, well, you're in it for the attention, aren't you, and stuff. But if you're there surrounded by plants and greenery and a log you've just chopped, <laughs> wearing marla beads around your neck, you know, there's. it's harder to say, oh, he's in it for the attention, isn't he? It's harder to say he's just essentially a kind of borderline. He's just an attention-seeking person who, who loves who loves the conspiracy, the conspiratorial type stuff because it's it's where the money is. It's harder. It's harder to level that accusation at him when he's dressed like some sort of like monk, you know. But again, it's I I don't so I don't sort of have to. This is me, just a lot of conjecture from me, but I sort of don't have to prove my point because it's evident. It's on display. It's there. I mean, does his YouTube channel do or not do all the stuff I've just said? Videos every day, fear, myopic focus on the news, And is, is that or is that not at odds with the spiritual life? The answer is yes, it's at odds with it. I mean, it just is because I know that because all of the spiritual texts and stuff preach the exact opposite, you know? I mean, Thich, Thich Nhat Hanh, the Vietnamese Buddhist master, he wrote like in his life, he probably only wrote about like 10 books and all of them are about breath. <laughs> it's written, you know, <laughs> that's, that's not fair. But they're all about, you know, breathing, being present. It's the same thing over and over again. You know, 
Russell, <laughs> that's the kind of output you want. Books about your nostrils. In book, in the third sequel to his breakout hit, Focus on the Breath in Your Nose, Thich Nhat Hanh once again returns to the theme of breath in your nose. It's a cracking sequel, cut with everything you would expect from a Thich Nhat Hanh book. Talking about breathing, breathing out, and counting that breathing. Gosh, it's it's a real, real roller coaster ride. I mean, it's just, you know, that versus a video, a fucking however long video every day. They're coming for you. I mean, it's just, what's what is that? How's it got anything to do with mental health, spirituality, or be, or critical inquiry? The critical bit he could defend by saying, well, I'm questioning the mainstream media narrative in every video with with evidence, but often the evidence is just a fucking quote on the screen from some newspaper article. It's not, it looks like evidence. It's just, I don't know, man. Anyway, I'm getting excited. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. And it's not, it's not, the onus is not on me to say whether his videos are true or not. Whether or not, you know, COVID was a lie or fucking the vaccines, blah, blah, blah. It's not on me to, none of that is crucial to my point and all of he could, everything he said could be true and I would still be right because the point it's not about what he's saying it's about who he's purporting to be and I would mu- I would much rather he just drop the spiritual stuff and just sit behind a desk with a tie on and go hi I'm a news commentator right but as soon, as soon as you dress it in, well, I have to talk about COVID because that's part of some sort of awakening. And I have to talk about this, about Trump. And I have to talk about Joe Biden's links to his son's business. It's like, you're no, this is news. This is not spiritual practice. And for whatever reason, you know, these are, I mean, somebody else mentioned this, you know, he... He can deny of being right wing and pandering to a right wing audience because at no most of the time what he's saying is, I'm just asking questions. Let's explore. We have to have an open mind. So, okay. You seem to be, yeah, but the things you're asking people to be open minded about are right wing talking points. Whereas if you're truly open minded, you know, there's not that much chat about global warming or I don't know. Um, class warfare. You know, where's the where's the traditional Marxist stuff? You know, where's where's examining the rich poor divide or the fucking I don't know. Anyway, so it's just it's fine to be open minded, but you're be being open minded in one area, which happens to be the area where there are most clicks. So again, um, he could be completely true about everything he said it doesn't matter to me it's just the, it's the fact that he's using marla beads and a, some sort of what what is qualifications by the way like to, to be talking about <laughs> mental health apart from the fact that he's overcome his own struggles is he he done any qualifications in anything <laughs> is he why are we all he seems like the natural conclusion 
He's the, he's the natural endpoint of the internet, isn't he? Just some wellness person, this, as far as I can tell, has got no qualifications whatsoever, being elevated to the point of some sort of cult leader. Um, <laughs> who somehow, despite representing some sort of Eastern philosophical lifestyle, has created the most closed-minded humans on earth. I mean, and the unfortunate thing is that they think they are open-minded because they are open to the things that he's saying about vaccines and Trump and Biden and, you know, Soros or whatever the fuck, you know. That's that's their open-mindedness, is in believing the things he's saying. But again, that's also weirdly and somewhat paradoxically sort of a closed-mindedness because they they hear that stuff and go, oh, he's right. The mainstream is lying to us. They don't hear that stuff and go, right, well, there's the evidence that the mainstream is lying to us. Now I need to go and test that hypothesis by exploring the alternative. I mean, that's how you test whether something is true is by trying to disprove it. But that's a that's a fundamental stage that his followers lack, right? Is that he says that stuff, they go, oh, well then, yeah, they lied about COVID. Oh yeah, no, no, that's true. It's all, you know, Trump actually was right about blah, blah. And it's like, well, no, now you've got to, you've heard Brand say it, now go and assume it's false and try and prove that it's false. And if you can't, then you know it's, even then you don't know it's true. It's just got an increased likelihood of being true. Um, I'm studying statistics at the moment in my psychology degree. And it's like the, you know, the burden of proof <laughs> to assert anything is not even true. To assert something that's probable is so, the standards are so high. But that's, that's, if you want to be a real free thinker, it's a lot of fucking work. To be a real free thinker, it's not like some passive sitting on a, you know, on a Zen fucking cushion or something. So oh, I'm going to let people talk to me and believe everything they say. Oh, I'm, I'm open-minded. You know, it's not. <laughs> is it weird? Um, Elvis Rinpoche. Um, it's not. That's not being. Being open-minded is, is hard. You've got to be like a cognitive coal miner like going down there and digging and hacking away for hours on end trying to prove something you think to be true false wholeheartedly weirdly almost hoping it's false this thing that you want to believe is true <clears throat> so that and so that when you can't prove it's false there's an increased likelihood that it's true but again that's not that's not a skill He's really fostering. I know he looks like he is because he says, we're just asking questions, which sounds like an invitation to critical inquiry, but it's it's really more of a slogan or a chip that you have to pay, like a token you pay, that phrase. Just asking questions. We're just exploring, guys. Those are just linguistic, so idiomatic tokens that you pay at the check-in counter to then just, okay, I've said that now, now I can believe what he's telling me. There's, you know, 
because again, that the proof is in the the proof of the pudding's in the eating. If he really was just asking questions, the, his fans would then be going, "Okay, well, I've watched that video. Now I'm going to go and fight, watch twenty other videos and make my mind up." But it's not. They're just commenting under this. Go, Rusty. You're so true. You're the <laughs> you're the light. It's like hmm. Doesn't seem like you're the most open-minded bunch of people. Seems like you just kind of believe everything he says straight away. Um, specifically when he denies rape allegations. Um, so that that so there's the spiritual failing. There's the the fact that he's created a community that's at odds with what he is apparently professes to be. There's the the fact that his channel itself is just an affront to any sort of spiritual practice and even the most fledgling kind of spiritual practitioner could spot that from a mile away. Um, I mean, it's just, you know, he just isn't, maybe he wants to, I mean, this is, and I want to believe the best in people. Maybe he wants to be that and he probably, maybe in his own private life, those practices really do mean something, but I feel like he's got hooked on the attention and he's got, I mean, you look at the way he talks in the videos and manic, wild energy. He can barely contain himself. And again, most of the people I've heard who talk sense don't talk that fast and with such an obvious desire for attention. Um, I was listening to a talk by Pema Chodron, who's a... Uh, Buddhist nun. She's just so slow and relaxing and takes big pauses before she, you know, and and so warm. And listening to her is like meditation. I come out of listening to her just feeling incredible. It's the exact opposite of, okay, so, just, how are you, you know, so again, maybe he, those values are important to him in his private life and they've helped him. But his output fails every metric and test of what it means to help others also discover those values. I'm not even sure most of the people who watch his channel care about that stuff. They just care about the uh, him drifting around, circling around right-wing talking points while wearing a sort of spiritual Teflon suit so that he can deny being right-wing. And again, he's he, he, he probably isn't right-wing. I mean, that's the baffling thing. Um, but I think he's got hooked on conversing in those spaces. Um, anyway, that's all. that's all a side point. But it's just, it's, it's interesting. It, it's to me, the, his, the failure of his channel is akin to, um, you know, if, if you had a, if, if you had a, I'm trying to think of an, of an analogy, gosh, I can't even speak of an analogy. Um, to me, it's like having a, like a, a veterinary YouTube channel. It's like, hi, I'm a vet. I love animals. <laughs> And I love them so much and I'm going to do vet stuff. Let's talk about how to be a vet. Here's how to be a vet. But then having a parallel channel 
where he goes out poaching elephants. <laughs> you know, so that's that's how at odds the identity versus the output are. Like if he is the if he identifies as the spiritual person, whatever he's doing on YouTube is not it. Um, but also at the same time as sort of defiling spiritual practices with all these YouTube. Uh, nonsense and focus on the news. I mean, it lends them credibility as well because you're taught because it's a quote unquote spiritual person talking about COVID and Trump and stuff. Is oh, he's wise. So it's actually um, tarnishing spirituality and creating an audience who aren't spiritual at all, while in exchange, um, positively like trading on the credibility of spirituality to boost the waffle that you're talking and giving it a sense of seeking, you know, truth-seeking, guys. Um, but, yeah, it's like it, it, if he's spit to say I'm some sort of guru, wellness, overcoming your anxiety on the one hand and on the other have <laughs> this channel, they're coming. Well, they don't, what you don't know, what's not in, what's inside you. They put something inside you, you know. Um, is it? Yeah, it's as at odds with itself as yeah. Hi, I'm a vet, and then your YouTube channel is about fucking poaching endangered species. And it's just complete bonkers. The disconnected. The dis, there's such a disparate. It's self. The consistency with self is non-existent. Um, but I, just to finish off. So that's the, that's what frustrates me about um, the kind of teacher, leader, spiritual side of things is that clearly the response from his fans shows that he's kind of failed to engender in them the qualities that they ought to have if he, if he was doing his job well. And then the second problem I have, and this is less about Russell Brand and more about the internet itself. It's just the, yeah, the immediacy that people just cut, form a conclusion. Like I said, it's like sort of the age of pre-information and people on Twitter going, you know, I mean, there was this utterly um, fascinating exchange on the news where a news presenter just defends him I'll play you the clip. Here we go. A huge investigation, a huge story, and I'm astonished that you leapt to his defence before you can have any read of his content in the last uh, three years. You okay, so the the <laughs> one I can't who were the, who who are these people? Um, oh, I don't know the names. It's from GB News, anyway, which is usually a sort of you know quite a conservative thing. But the presenter is saying, "I'm astonished you tweeted a defence of him." so quickly did you watch the report and her her response is you haven't watched any of his videos you don't you don't know what he wrote over the last few you don't know who he is it's like okay first of all like what is this as a defense like his content is good therefore he's not guilty what a weird thing to say anyway it, the exchange continues you have you no idea who he is now. The dispatch. You have no idea what he represents You've got no idea what he represents to the 6.5 million people who are on who subscribe to his channel. Again, <laughs> well, so he's really influential. Like, as if the number of subscribers you have is some sort of... <laughs> in, in my def 
In my client's defense, Your Honor, I present <laughs> exhibit evidence, uh, exhibit C. Uh, how many people like him? That's completely fucking irrelevant. Jesus Christ. Anyway, they uh, continue. You watch right, the dispatcher show YouTube when you channel. put that tweet out on Saturday morning. No, but that you doesn't matter. No, but that doesn't matter. What do you. <laughs> so, this is what I mean. Automatically believing him and forming an opinion. While those women are lying straight away, straight away. Like these these things take months. Thirty years ago, it would be like, well, some TV presenter's been accused. We're just gonna have to fucking wait and find out, aren't we? And now it's like before the program's even aired, you think you know. I mean, that is incredible. It's just it's miraculously stupid, and just. Terrifying. No, I haven't watched it, but it doesn't matter. Like, why doesn't it matter? What What does she say? No, it doesn't matter. There was nothing you hadn't they even seen the dispatches program when you put out he ago. is a hero. And you he hadn't even seen the dispatches program. His, he Let me would tell not you, have what gained do you make of that? the as popularity. A woman, as a woman, knowing that. He would not have gained the popularity, what, if he was a rapist? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, what? Yeah, because all rapists are horror. I mean, this this is the other thing. So what she says there actually taps into something I noticed is a lot of people going, well, he doesn't, he wouldn't have been so popular. He's such a nice guy. He's so, he doesn't come across as a rapist and he wouldn't have done as well if he came across as a rapist. If he were a rapist, he's clearly very good at what he does. He's got a great YouTube channel. It's like, right, where, where's, and people sort of having, sort of like what I described on Twitter is forensic telepathy, like being able to read someone's character, having such a good judge of character. People saying, I'm a really good judge of character, and he doesn't seem like a rapist. Like, there are people literally saying those exact words. I'm a great judge of character. doesn't seem like a rapist. I've met him a few times. doesn't seem like a what? What do rapists seem like? What? When of these people? So these people are like rapist detectors are they? We should hide. That's a fuck. You should put that on your CV. Yeah, I can. Just, I can talk to someone and I know if they're a rapist. Like that is some forensic telepathy skill. You should be hiring yourself out. Yeah, I just chat to them and I know all their crimes. <laughs> it's just like. How, who the, who are these people? Who are these people on Twitter and elsewhere who just, oh, I've met him and he's, oh, I didn't come across as. Yeah, because when you force yourself on a woman and don't take a no for an answer, then you start wearing different, you wear, start wearing a rape outfit after that, don't you? All rapists shop at the same place. There's a look, they all wear the same clothes, they wear a little badge on their lapel. That says <laughs> I'm a rapist. Like, what? What does a rapist look like? Sound like? That because that is the because that gets to the crux of the problem, isn't it? That rapists don't seem like that because they don't seem like anything. That's that's why there are so m many of them, and how they get away with it is because it's hard to believe the lovely person next door who bakes the muffins 
is also hideous sex cr- criminal. You know, like, just like, who seems like a rapist? It's just astonishing. It's astonishing that that is a line of logic that people think they are entitled to employ. Yeah, I met him, chatted to him a few times, and said, oh, I've known him for 10 years. Like, just what they, I mean, I'm almost lost for words. But the problem is, you know, if you look at the statistics on sexual violence, it's obvi- quite apparent that there are rapists um, everywhere. I'm not saying, and again, fuck, Jesus Christ, I have to even preempt this. That <laughs> I'm not saying all men, right? But, you know, when there are 4 billion men on earth, if even 1% of them are rapists, that's a lot of rapists, okay? <laughs> so to say... Oh, they don't seem like they don't no rapist seems like a rapist. Okay. They don't they don't walk around on in the in a backwards crab and sort of scuttle across the floor and go mm-hmm. I'm out for a raping tonight. Like some kind of hideous creature like from the fucking ring. They don't pop out your television with black hair, wet black hair draped over the face going, oh, oh, some weird animal noises with their joints all bending the wrong way. They don't get on a bus and go to a, a fucking grope convention and then share that on Instagram. They just, they seem like normal people. The fuck are you talking about? He wouldn't have got the following he had. He wouldn't be so successful. Yes, he would. He would. In fact, the success probably helps because it means precisely the defense that is coming out of your unself-aware mouth is what's going to happen when women, if a woman gets raped by Russell Brand or any man in power who's successful and lovely and charming and everyone loves him, women can count on presenters like that to say that exact defense. Well, I don't believe him because he's so nice. It wouldn't have 6.5 million subscribers if, you know. And all his fans go, these women are actors. Yeah, I wonder why they didn't feel empowered to tell their story sooner when he was on television. You know, it, it, fucking hell. Anyway, here we go. If, if, if all of country, the mainstream media hadn't been singing from missing one the point non-scientific no, hymn sheet... Singing from one non-scientific hymn sheet. What's that about? What is, oh, You've done is attack these years, women. Shame on you. Then he wouldn't have the hero. Shame on you for attacking You've these women. You've created that hero. And again, it's sort of totally. The point is totally at odds. If the mainstream media hadn't been preaching from the same non-scientific hymn sheet, so. Um, I guess talking about COVID or whatever, he wouldn't have achieved this status he has. Okay, I'm still not drawing the line between that and whether or not he did the things he did. Like, be, what, because he's, you know, because he's successful and he's tapped into a populist vein and he wouldn't have become a successful YouTuber? Yes. 
So the line of logic there is that rapists never get over a certain number of subscribers on YouTube. Is that, again, is that in, in your defense? In my defense, Your Honor, I passed the threshold on YouTube, the subscriber threshold on YouTube, at which it's even possible to be a rapist. Once you get past 3.5 million, your, <laughs> your entire past is expunged by the Time Kings. Congratulations. This deserves a sound effect, doesn't it? Let's, uh, what can we do here? We've got some little... Congratulations. You have passed 3.5 million subscribers on YouTube. And now your entire past shall be expunged. <laughs> you know, like, that doesn't happen. Um, YouTube subscriber base is no indication of rape, okay? Alrighty then. You know, it's just, what a ridiculous discussion. Shame you on you for attacking these women. Because all these people, all these newspapers that gave one side of the pandemic, he was it's, a lone oh, It's now voice. about COVID again. Anyway, this whole conversation gets sidetracked. But she is, she is typical of one particular reaction, which is like, he's popular, so he can't, it can't possibly be true. And even worse, like I said, coming to a conclusion without even even bothering to watch. I mean, th this is what Russell Brand's created is people like that news presenter. And not just one or two of them, millions of them who just cannot fathom that a, a, a man, a, a, a famous man can be a rapist. It's just like... Have you not have you not been around the past like 10 years? You know? Weinstein and Kevin Spacey and I mean it's just not, you know, me too, and just fucking you've not been around. Have you not read a book on statistics, rape statistics, the amount that gets reported versus not, why women don't report? You looked at all that stuff? No, you just heard. Russell Brand defend himself and made up your mind already because you're a free-thinking, awoken spirit who is out to explore the universe in all its wonders. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. You're not awoken anything. You're fucking so asleep. You might as well fucking... Oh, man. I was trying to think of a joke then. Didn't come. You're so asleep, you would be at the back of the queue in a coma convention. Pfft, fucking Jesus Christ, that was... That's just... Uh, oh, okay. uh, like that? Thanks, guys. Uh, you know, you're too kind. No, stop it now. Um, so that's that's terrifying. But again, it's this, it's this age of pre-information, just people being so certain. People on Twitter going, what do you think? Do you think he's guilty? Do you think he's innocent? Um, three days after the allegations aired, you know what? I don't know yet. I don't know because it's far too fucking quick. <laughs> I <laughs> police like the the thousands of people who now who now have the job of you know piecing this all together and whatnot. Like just to have an opinion already is just fascinating. What a weird mental affliction we all suffer from now, thanks to smartphones and social media. Oh, this happened. I have an opinion on it. 
No, you don't. Shouldn't have. Why do you feel entitled to have one? It's like uh, the information is not even there. So how can you have an opinion? It's like if you went into a, it's like if you went into a, a maths exam and the question was what plus what equals what? And you go, oh, I know that. That's 17. How? The, the num- where are the fucking numbers? Do you, know what I mean? you don't have, do you know what I mean? You don't have the information to be able, you don't even have enough information to nearly get the answer right because there's just nothing there. So how can you have an opinion? Russell Brand, oh, I've already made my mind up. I didn't even finish the sentence. I was going to say he's made of cheese. Oh, okay. All right, I'll take that back then. Like, why? <laughs> Russell Brand today has, oh, he's innocent. I'm sorry, what? I was just going to say, uh, you know, just fucking hell. Russell Brand, no, he didn't. I was just going to say he had a sandwich for breakfast. Yes. Well, I believe he did not. So, really? It sounds to me like you just gave gave an opinion before I'd finished the sentence. It's just, you know, what plus what equals what? Or what plus or minus what equals what? Oh, I know that. You don't even know what the what plus minus or divide or multiplied by what is what? That's uh, definitely 23. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> I've, I know. I've got, I've got an opinion on what the answer might be. Why? There are no fucking numbers here. There's no information. Just just go and have a cup of tea. You don't need to have an opinion about Russell Brand. I don't have an opinion about Russell Brand. I have an opinion about how his followers have handled it and how that reflects on the culture that he's created. But that's a separate issue. But th- that at least I can I can map the behavior of his fans against the values that he purports to represent and I can see a mismatch and from that very simply I can draw the conclusion he's failed. He's failed to create the thing that he apparently says he wants to create. And you can love him or hate him, that's just true because it's there to see. And there's no argument, there can be no argument about that because it's there. Whether or not the accusations are true. I, I am going to wait and let other people do their job before I even think I'm entitled to have an opinion about that. What a weird thing to leap to his defence. It's a weird thing to leap to his defence three days after the allegations aired. It's, it's, it's mentally unstable to have an opinion before the show even aired, before dispatches even aired, and before the news reports came out, newspaper articles came out. Just wholeheartedly, immediately, oh, yeah, it's the mainstream media trying to stitch him up. Oh, fucking hell. He's, he's a sex addict and a drug user. That, that puts him in the ballpark of possibly raping someone. A sex addict on drugs... That sounds like someone who's drowning in consent. You know, (laughs) just fucking hell. Anyway, um, but again, like I said, this episode, I'm not concerned with 
the allegations themselves because it's not my place to discuss them. But I just think the response from his fans proves a colossal failure on his part if if it's what he wanted to create. I mean, he, it might not be a failure on his part because he might not give a shit about whether or not he actually creates spiritually grounded human beings. But if he does, then he's failed. Um, and the defenses of him are illogical and irrational and too soon and are typical of an internet age and demonstrative of how utterly unhealthy it is. Um, not to mention some of the defenses of him revealing why it is so hard for women to come forward, especially uh, concerning accusations around powerful or popular men. Anyway, I've hit the hour mark, um, but those are the t those are the two the two sort of uh, streams or strands I wanted to chat about. There is the his uh, yeah the reaction of his fans is indicative of um, the, how that reflects on him as a spiritual. Uh, celebrity um and then yes the speed and defense uh the types of defense uh for him are just being just uh fascinating to watch you don't have all the information uh what plus what equals what yeah i know the answer to that 17.6 fucking how how would you think that um, all right, well, that's enough from me. If you've enjoyed this uh, episode, uh, you can support the podcast on Patreon. Um, or if you thought it was just interesting and had some good points, you don't have to support it, but you could share it with someone. Um, drop it in someone's DMs. You don't have to share it on Twitter or somewhere public and be embarrassed about standing by this podcast. You could just send it to one or two people who might appreciate it. Um, and I would appreciate you doing that because I think some of the things I said valid and important and interesting um all right but i'll be back in two weeks uh, thank you very much for listening and uh, i hope you have a